All right, it's Friday. They're jeans, 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 jeans. Are you enjoying yourself in Iowa? I love Iowa. I'm at the Des Moines Funny Bone all week. Excellent. All right. Uh, you'll hear this Friday. I'll be here Saturday night, and then I leave Sunday. So if you're in the Des Moines area, please come check me out before I leave. The following week, October 25th or 27th at the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego, California. And then I just added a date, November 7th through 9th. I'll be in Jacksonville, Florida at the Comedy Zone. That's a new one. And then we're going to close out the month November 14th through 17th at the Hartford Funny Bone in Hartford, Connecticut. Mm. And Jeans and I have just added a very, very special live podcast at the Ice House in Pasadena, California, November 22nd. Yes, stage two. So it's in the, the small room. So it's a small venue. Um, the tickets are already on sale. If you want to come to a live podcast, which is very fun. Very exciting. Highly recommend you come November 22nd. And very intimate. Also, we're working it out with Laughster, where, hey, if you live in New Zealand, we have fans in Ireland. We have fans in Latvia. If you're one of those people who wants to see this broadcast, uh, we're working out right now with Laughster that you can pay a nominal fee and watch it streaming. So more information on that later. Beautiful. Um, Let's see. November 1st and 2nd, I'm going to be at uh, Flappers in Burbank doing uh, the Yoohoo Room, the the small room there. I love that room. Um, There's only 60 tickets available per each show. I'm doing three shows. So if you guys are in L.A. and you want to see me do an hour, uh, go to TomSegura.com on November 1st and 2nd. There are uh, tickets available there. Sorry. Um, this is the big thing that everybody was asking me about, and that is November 9th. I'm shooting my special, my one-hour special in Minneapolis. Tickets for you are free. If you what? live in the Minneapolis area, here's all you got to do. Go to my site, TomSegura.com. Click on the live shows and scroll down to November 9th. And you'll see one-hour special taping Minneapolis, and it says click here for free tickets. When you click on that, it takes you to the page. You fill out your info, you give your name, your email, and you will get tickets. There's two tapings on November 9th. So this is the notification to let you know that if you didn't hear it on the last episode, um, this is how you get the tickets. And then I go back to Winnipeg, November 12th, and of course the 22nd with jeans. Now, Brant Tobler's back in the house. Okay. Yes. All right, Brant. Brant, where can the people of America see <laughs> you? You can see me. I'm just going to be around L.A. for the next month, but then I'll be in Vegas at uh, Brad Garrett's MGM November 25th. Okay, that's a nice oh. club. I heard that's nice really guy. nice since I went over there. Have you best, been there? best club. Really? Probably the best club I work, honestly. Really? Especially if Brad's there. He's the best. So nice, huh? They just He's treat so you like sweet. they treat Brad, which is amazing. Wow. Because mm-hmm. some of the places you just said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say. Uh, I right. mean, what? I don't uh, want to discourage the comedy zone about? in Jacksonville. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm there. And then I'm uh, also in Vegas again, December 17th through the 22nd LA Comedy Club. But nice. that's it right now. Now, have you been to MGM? You have since Brad's Club went over there? Yeah, I've done now, it I only twice. did it when it was at the old spot. Oh, it's it's so nice. And, you know, when he's there, he's just such a good dude. Like, he really cares about the comics and... I always That's have awesome. these conversations about how bookers don't really give a shit about us, but when they treat us, I was there and I just did Tempe Improv. Have you done that since it reopened? No, no. Oh, you should. You they guys should definitely do that because they were both just treated us so good. So nice, oh, nice. Doesn't that make all the difference, man? Oh, when they so give much. a shit, yeah, yeah. No. huge difference. It does. Um, so check it out. The uh, um, you guys have heard and you've responded, uh, and you are loving the new shirts that we have on the site if you have not uh been made aware yet there's a bikes shirt (laughs) that is available now and it is awesome and you guys are loving it these will sell out uh we also have they're going so fast not even we're not even exaggerating like it before the shirt even went up on the site people were ordering it so it's moving quick yes get it now don't wait don't wait for the holidays get it now real mommies only obviously sold out quick um we are we are 
uh, kind of winding down on the white top dog shirts. Yeah. Um, the new black ones, which are really nice. And the black ones, as we mentioned to you earlier, as the bike ones are, um, they're discharge. <laughs> so discharge. What is does when that mean? Tom? Discharge <laughs> is when so you can't feel huh. the design on the shirt. Oh. So it's it blends right into the shirt. <laughs> so okay? juvenile that you played that down. <laughs> I like it. Well, that word makes me <laughs> discharge. <laughs> So that's the black yeah, one, and there's good. that's part of the Wipe Down collection now. You get it all. It's a great shirt. They're both shirts that are amazing. Thank you for everyone that's ordered it. To anybody that's considering, get that shit now. Go to your yourmomshousepodcast.com. Click on the store. Have you guys been out like in public and just seen someone wearing your shirt yet? Um, only comedy clubs. Only at clubs, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it. Like, I mean, I haven't seen I've it seen like it. in a you know, restaurant or anything. Would, Can't I don't wait. know if I would just be that douche, but if I... I'd be like, hey, that's me. Like if I saw someone in the airport. Like, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. I think I'd go up and say, hey, thanks for buying the shirt, but hey, that's me, by the way. Yeah. So crazy. Because in this Shit, podcast yeah. thing, I bet sometimes people wouldn't recognize you. True. Do you know what? I actually, for the very first time, got recognized off the podcast in the mall in Syracuse. I was getting out the elevator, and this guy's like, Christina. And I'm like, yeah, who the... <laughs> and he's like, oh, I, 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 you're your mom's house. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Wow. Yeah, for the first time, guys. It's yeah. Well, your fans, last Usually, time I did the show, they're unbelievable i got they're so many best. nice messages and i was like yeah they're the best brand it's because you have really nice teeth has anyone told I you i know that? they're oh, you so good. saving it for the dental okay. are you guys still Ooh. doing your dental oh, updates yeah. and I we've mean, got some to share so. uh, all right let's open this show up what are we doing we're, we're we're wasting time let's open the show gina um i'll pay you wednesday okay i can't do it tomorrow i don't think that'll work tom well i mean go ahead I, I just I don't have it. I, I I can I can get it for you Wednesday though. Okay. You need to get it. I would interrupt. I would interrupt. Go ahead. I need to get. Your I mean. Turn. All right. I mean, I'll I'll see what I can do. I guess. <laughs> it is working. You know actually. how we roll. You know how we roll. Wow. You know it has to be paid on Tuesday. There's no such thing as Wednesday. I suggest you find a friend that you borrow it from. You steal it from, you just need to pay me tomorrow on Tuesday. Oh, my God. This shit is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. Dude, that's Tony Hinchcliffe's mom. Dude, I, I'm dying to hear. I know exactly. That's my whole life. PNC Tuesdays, Pan Collect. What? Yeah, yeah. That's universal. Well, yeah, because you. I don't know how much. I wish I'd got a list of the episode, but you always Pan Collect on Tuesdays because you let them blow all their money on Monday night or let them chase. Right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know if she got into that, but when I first started being a bookie, people would beat the shit out of me on Saturdays and I would tell my boss like yo these guys are never gonna lose and he's like just wait because I'll bet like $50 a game yeah. win 10 in a row then Sunday comes they lose that first 50 then they're doubling then they're doubling then Monday night the, the chase is on and you always pay and collect on Tuesday wow. Wow. He, yeah. did you see Brant was like PNC PNC that's yeah. what it's on called Tuesday. and you because yeah. and <laughs> another annoying thing is because people <laughs> when they start they think They'll bet like a nine o'clock game on Saturday and be like, All right, I'm going to meet you at like 1130. I'm like, no, I'm not going to drive around and pay out each game every. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. People don't. You have to explain it to you. I'm like, no, this is how we do it. You're not going to bet the Monday, the Thursday night game and then think you're going to meet me at 1030 to pick up your $50. <laughs> so wait, what if a guy, though, did say something like, let's say somebody bet Thursday night and then college and then was like, I don't want any action. Then you say, well, you get paid you just still Tuesday. Get paid Tuesday. Okay. You, well, you always want to keep them because they say they don't want it, right, but they're going to bet on Saturday, Sunday. You always keep it Tuesday because they'll always blow their money. They just can't. Wow. Yeah, they just can't <laughs> resist. And the thing is, the big thing for Gina is um, was she did the numbers. So not she did. Oh, she made her own numbers. No, like I guess when. Wait, should we explain who this? What this audio was for someone that hasn't heard the prior episode? Yeah. So this is Tony Hinchcliffe's 
mother, we interviewed her on the last episode, sorry, two episodes ago, um, and she was running numbers, is what they call it. Yeah, that's basically you're playing the state lotto, but you're playing it with, instead of playing it... um, at, you know, going to the official state lottery, you're playing with a with a. Oh, she was booking the lottery. Right, right. Like, <laughs> the, holy shit! That's what. Like, I always <laughs> wanted to do that. That's a gold mine. But yeah, so people play, pick their numbers just like they were, and the winning numbers are the announced numbers. Yeah, yeah. So you just wow. do it. You do it privately. Oh, and that's you, so funny. Yeah. So great. Well, we always had a term. My boss always told me that's the one thing you don't do is book the lottery. But he, it was just like a phrase, like, like, uh, but he meant it by like, don't book like some obnoxious bet because one time they come, like, don't let someone bet you five dollars to win fifty thousand, right? Because fuck, once in a while it's gonna come in. But he, it's a funny term, like, don't book the lottery. You don't need that five dollars. Right, bad for the one time oh. Buster Douglas beats Mike Tyson or something. Right, right. Oh wait, so she wasn't a bookie with sports. She was booking the actual lottery. Well, she was. She did. <laughs> she did do sports as well. But her main thing oh, were, was lotto stuff. She's a genius. I always wanted to do that in Wyoming because you'd have to drive to the Colorado border to buy lotto tickets. To buy lotto yeah. tickets. See, that's exactly oh, that's a so perfect smart. place to do oh, it. Perfect. She must have made so much money. Well, so this this actual dialogue was, you know, she's she's five feet tall and she just looks like you know like a sweet American apple pie bacon mom, and so we <laughs> asked her. What happens? Like, do you ever have people who don't want to pay? And she was like, "Yeah, of course." And like, well, let's do it. Role play. <laughs> like, I'll be the guy, and that's me saying, "Like, hey, I can't pay you tomorrow. I'll pay you Wednesday." And then she's just like, the first time she did it, I, I, I cut it out, but she did it again. But the first time we started to do it, as soon as I said, "I don't have the, I can't pay you tomorrow," she was just silent, and we were like, "Hello." <laughs> she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh my god, you scared me so bad." Like it was effective. Her silence said way more than her yelling. Because I was like, you know, do we ever? Do you ever go like, "Fuck you, you're gonna fuck"? She goes, "That doesn't work as well." No. So well, I to- did. I told you what I did last time, didn't I? Tell you on that episode. I can't remember if I told you, but how I got paid was I would say, if you owed me a bunch of money, yeah. I would say I'm gonna call Christina's parents and just <gasps> let her know that her their daughter's probably not in a good situation right now. <gasps> That's how you get paid. Wow. Because you can't fuck people up. It's yeah. just not wow. worth it. Yeah. Because if I'm beating you out of $1,000 and I'm beating 24 other people out of $1,000 a week, yeah. I can't fuck you up, have you go to the feds, and yeah. then I get no money. Right. Instead, I just got it. And bookies never... That's like telling a magic secret you don't want to tell. But a bookie will never fuck you up if he's a real bookie because he has so much... You know, it's what my boss always told me, never step over dollars to pick up pennies. Yeah, yeah. But you don't, you'd never broadcast that out. I would never want my customers to know. Yeah. You know, but... You just put people on payment plans forever. You put them on payment plans? I had a comic fucking take a shot at me at Phoenix, and he paid me $100 for fucking almost four years, $100 a month. It was just like having my phone bill for free. But he just lied to me, like, I'm opening for Mitch Patel. I'm making all this money. Fucking lost 5000 I was like, where's my money? And then he was like, well, I don't have it. But then I bluffed at him, like, then this fucking cocksucker won a comedy contest for $5,000 when he owed me (laughs) $5,000. So mm-hmm. then he tells me, I'm going to pay you like 2000 1800 I said, all right, that's fine. I understand you got to live. I get a call the next day. Hey, he's in Phoenix. I mean, he's in Vegas, and he lost all the money. And I called him, and I said, wow. you're in fucking Vegas. <laughs> just disrespect me. That would, Then it was out of the bookie thing. Just like, I'm, if I find you, I'm going to fucking – we're coming to get you then. But that wasn't even like – that was just like, I got to – Put Jesus. it into this, and then he called me from Gamblers Anonymous with this, or said he was at Gamblers Anonymous with this bullshit story and fucking. And then I told him, "See, you can't do it as a comic," because I said I know where you work, so yeah. I'll just start sending. Because my cousin's like a real gangster in Phoenix, and this guy's in Phoenix. I said my cousin will just start showing up at gigs and doing just what I said, just telling the management, "Hey, if you keep booking this guy, there'll probably be some guys you don't really want at your show." Just that Whoa. subtle. Wow. Right? And a lot of times you're bluffing, but. Who's yeah. going to call your bluff? You of know course. what I mean? But so, isn't that interesting? And how much smarter is that? Like, I'm really into the Sopranos right now. And last <laughs> night, uh, some guy didn't pay up for 50 grand. And so, you, such so, a good episode. so Furio, the Italian mobster, is going to yeah. go over there and break this guy's skull. But what you're saying, I mean, the social pressure 
uh, is actually a lot more threatening to somebody. Uh, like it to works, shame. works so much better. Yeah, shame, humiliation, and yeah. threat of taking away somebody's livelihood way better yeah. than broken bones. That too. But your, your bones will heal, but for, to be spoiled in your parents' eyes or to have employers... The, the wife know? thing would just scare oh, me. The I mean, wife. I've been in love before, and <laughs> if someone told my girlfriend's parents, like, oh... That'll oh never go away. God. That'll and I, I would yeah. if I really had to explain it, I would say this will never go away. Ever. If I t- tell them once, you've they've lost your trust on a whole other level. That'll you know, uh, parents will lose their mind in fucking paranoia. Oh, that yeah. story will run crazy in their head. <laughs> oh my god, you, that's crazy fear I'll in your you, parents' when, heart. When yeah. people owe me money, but like, I don't got it. I don't got it, and I, then I drop that. And be like, hey man, I'll meet you in like four hours in a parking lot, and we'll, I'll have your money. It's like. All right, done deal. Yeah, I love wow. that. Um, you know, when she reverted back to her old school, Gina, we're talking yeah. about. She, um, Gina is her bookie name. Just her so bookie you know. name, yes. Joy is her real name. Yes. So she's talking about her, her. I'm talking about Gina, the bookie. Yeah. Like she reverted back to her old school, like just mentality. It all clicked on, and you could tell it was stuff that she used to say because she goes, I, she goes. Uh, find a friend you can borrow from, steal yep. it from a friend. Yeah. I don't care. Listen to this again. This because this makes That's me so brilliant. happy. Gina, so. Um, I'll pay you Wednesday. Okay, I can't do it tomorrow. I don't think that'll work, Tom. Well, I mean, I, I just I don't have it. I, I I can I can get it for you Wednesday though. Okay. You need to get it. I would interrupt. I would interrupt. Go ahead. I need to get. Your I mean. Turn. All right. I mean, I'll I'll see what I can do. I guess <laughs> it is working. You know actually. how we roll. You know how we roll. Wow. You know it has to be paid on Tuesday. There's no such thing as Wednesday. I suggest you find a friend that you borrow it from, you steal it from. You just need to pay me tomorrow on Tuesday. Oh my god! It's so that's great, scary. and I agree. That silence. It's like comedy. That, si- that yeah, fucking silence pause. was like... Right. You're right. It is like comedy. And then everyone yes. gets nervous in the crowd. And I, yeah, I, even, I mean, I've dealt with... I mean, she, I mean, she knows obviously knows what she's doing, but I dealt with guys way worse than that where just like... Because we had guys that would just run off with... I mean, we had so many just nonsense stories, but you just have to... I know when I used to talk to... There was this fucking kid in this Beverly Hills, this... This rich Jewish kid, I don't know how he got the money, but he would have like an allowance of 25000 every week, and he'd fly to what? Vegas and just plow it. And I was trying to get him forever. And eventually, he, I got him where when he missed a flight, he would bet with me. And I chased this motherfucker for... If you could hear those voicemails, I was like, <laughs> you motherfucker. Well, one of my bosses was like from Kentucky, and he would get in when he'd get mad. And my other boss from Ohio, and they'd get this, you motherfucker, when I find, and I, when I would get mad, I would, I would talk, because I idled those guys, and yeah. I could, when I, my Wyoming friends is like, you sound just like your bosses, I'm like, it just comes out. So this kid, with the money, though, was not paying up. No, and then I couldn't find what? him, and then one day I finally caught him, I was playing poker at like five in the morning at the Flamingo, looking out the window, and I saw him walk by with fucking two hookers, and I ran out there, was, at, at, at that point, he still owed me like 2400 and I just ran up on him, I was like, yo, where's my money, and he fucking had it, pulled it out, and gave it to me, but he owed me like 13000 just over Jesus. time, you just got it. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, and it's part of the time I'm broke, and yeah, I need that money When more a guy than... owes money to like you guys, though, like in, in what you were doing there, do they do the, like, you know, like it, mobsters, like tack on? Yeah, yeah, well, there's do you a... you guys have interest growing you. on it? My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. There's a story, and I don't know how much of it I could tell, and I should tell because the guy's a fucking asshole, but there's a comedian There's a comedian in Vegas Yes, that got kidnapped. Yes, they, they, I know. This they too, kidnapped yeah. him, yeah. And they wouldn't let him out because he wouldn't pay his bills. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and he's still, he's been a problem. He was a problem with me from the very, I met him. He started coming to my shows, and then he was like, you know, you're funny. I'll help you out, kid. I'd go to a spot and get guest spots. Then one day he would fucking, he's like, hey, I need $1,000. <laughs> and I was like a young comic. like, I sh- And I had money like that to, you know, I could do yeah. that back then. And then uh, I was like, all right, man, I'll meet you somewhere. And my best friend was with me. And he was like, that guy barely knows you. The f- you know how many people he had to go through to get to you? I mean, mm-hmm. that's like a bad sign. I was like, you know what? You're right. And I was like, so I just stood up. I didn't show up and give him the money. I just shut my phone off. And then uh, he's like, I'm, I'm, I'll bury you in this town. You won't work in this town anymore. I'm telling every comedy club. And I was like, man, fuck you. And I never talked to him again. But these guys. These guys that was because you didn't lend him? Because I didn't lend him $1,000. He just tried to bully me. He's, he's, he thinks he's a bully. He thinks he's John Gotti or something. But he, uh, no, I know the guys that came and got him. And he was fucking, they had him locked up in a house. He jumped the wall and got out when they had him. like. No. Now, the story, the story, like, and I'm saying, like, this is from somebody who has, like, no Vegas connections. The story still about that guy, at least until a little while ago, I don't know if it's changed, is that he basically does his gigs... To pay off... That's <laughs> it. Like, his gigs go... So his money crazy. goes right to... To pay off New York Rob. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking, That's real? And I, Yeah, it's a real dude, and I felt the wrath oh, of it wow. one time because my boss made me go to this house, and I was... There was these glasses there, these nice, like, Bulgari glasses, just sunglasses. Someone had left them outside. I was like... And I just put them on fucking around. I was like, man, I'm just going to take these glasses. Fuck, we were at some mansion. I didn't give a shit, right? Yeah. And then I was, so I wore them home, and I was like, you know, I don't even know what I was going to do with them. They were just like gaudy, like yeah, gold. big, <laughs> silly glasses. And then yeah. my boss called me. He's like, you got those glasses? I was like, ah, I don't know. I'm, I, they might be in my car. So he's like, those are fucking New York Rob's glasses. You better bring them oh, back right shit. now. And I was like, oh, shit. And I fucking drove over there as fast as I could. Sorry. Clean them and shit. Here's New York Rob's. But it was, and he was just like a, a little dude. Well, not, not a little dude, but. I mean, I don't, I don't know him enough to say that much about him, but I know that they had him, and there are stories that I wish I could tell, and I probably, I probably should about the guy because he he treated me like shit. But uh, but the whole story, I mean, basically, you don't yeah, yeah. you don't have to interject or add in if you don't want. To, was that this guy who's a comedian and he's like a crowd work kind of specialist, right? Yeah. Um, got in some serious debt, could not afford to pay it off. And basically got this gig. He has a regular gig in Vegas. <laughs> and they're like, and it's like a decent paying, you know, you're a weekly, you're, right. you're part of like the working. But it's comic. still a nightmare to do Vegas. Oh, yeah. Every, every night, night for your whole career. Yeah. And then, so and awful. not keep the money. Right. They're like your money's going to come <laughs> to us. They was, they'll show up at the gigs and everything. They'd be there sitting in the back row. Shut There's up. some legend. You should talk to uh, Matt and Joaquin if you're ever in Vegas again, because they were. They're on a different side of it because they were business partners with the guy that, like, his business partner. But, yeah, he was – he's probably still screwed. He'd probably fucking miracled – anytime any Boston team loses, he fucking was screwed. I would just laugh. I'd be like, oh, Vinny's in trouble. And they fucking – so he may be miracled out this week. But, yeah, man, he's just – So a, he would always bet heavy on Boston? Oh, he's a Boston homer. He fucking – Yeah. Isn't that funny when guys so bet? Crazy. Guys bet with their heart. Uh, you know? Yeah. They're like, I love fucking Florida. And they'll just – bet on like not because 
they won't bet like, all right, this is not probably going to work out. They'll mm-hmm. just be like, I love this team, and they'll put there's money no, on. There's that. no math to it, right? Yeah. It's all emotion. Well, well if you, sh- you bet with emotion, I'm right. saying like that's a cr- so pretty say, crazy. You, you never bet with your heart is like the first advice no. I'll give. You should never even bet on your own honor against your own team. Yeah, because you just won't even enjoy the game and. It's, you shouldn't gamble at all, honestly. I did it for I did <laughs> yeah, this. This was horrible. Truth. This was so insulting. I did this one time. I was in Vegas with my buddy Brooks, and his dad was the head coach of North Carolina and football. Yeah. And yeah. so we're watching the game. It's Florida State, North Carolina. The spread is thirty-four, right? Like uh, New York, or excuse me, Florida State is favored by thirty-four, which is a kind of crazy yeah, number. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, and then I was like, I'll take it. And he's like, it's my dad's like <laughs> playing against them today. And I was like, so? so? <laughs> and then I bet on it, and they covered it until the last five oh. seconds. North Carolina kicked a meaningless field goal, which cut it down to like 33. Oh. And I was like, mm. fuck. I could, well, there's so many times that happened. We used to, my boss, you would buy these tickers. You know those little tickers that look like beepers? Did you ever see those? And they would constantly run the scores. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So we would have those, and there was a guy on the street that would, like, make, you know, he wouldn't, he'd make fake ones or whatever. He'd, he'd I don't even know how he got them, but he'd just sell them 100 bucks a pop, right? Yeah, yeah. Not through, like, the service or anything. And when my bosses would lose a big bat, like, something like that, they would just fucking launch those things as oh, far really? as they could. Launch them through the TV. They'd just say... Because they always call my name was X. Everyone has like like how Gina does. Yeah. Be like X, get two more of these, and I would just have to go find the guy. Hey, I need more tickers. I mean, I must have bought fifty tickers. Really? They just fucking that. Vegas is so good about making that spread, man. Oh, they're they're so they're the best. It's amazing. Like you know what that the spread is? I kind of I vaguely. Basically, when you bet, your the Vegas line determines like the prediction is you know this team team A. Which let's say is you know better than Team B, so Vegas predicts that that you know to the bet the the amount of points between the two is going to be a certain amount. Mm-hmm. So this team is is slightly better. They'll you know we think they'll win by three points. So people are betting based, based on, on those that, predictions. and oh, the, it's see. amazing how often you go to you watch see what the bet you know the spread is. Yeah, and it works out. It's so crazy perfectly. to me. They're though. so good. They're so but good. But it's so crazy to even risk getting, you know, your your legs broken, your livelihood taken from you, all for that. You know, there's there's it's just no disease. such thing as easy money. But yeah. it is you can do it. There's a lot of people that can do it fun. There's a lot. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, Brant. So what's the ratio of people that you had trouble collecting from versus just the guy who's right. like, here's your money? Everybody. Really? My boss used to always say, if they know me, they owe me. And that was really? the truth. I mean, because people pay yeah. for as long as they can, but then eventually there's there's 50 guys that owe me money. Right now. But the, not enough, you know, $100, $200. Right. It just gets to a point where it's like uh, in Bronx Tale when he's like, t- to not have to deal with that guy anymore is... To worth it. I remember yeah, that like part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing, nothing serious enough, but if they bet with you, they'll eventually... It ends with them owing you, you know? And some guys, that's the thing. If they owe you... You got to sweat them. But when they're ahead, fucking PNC on Tuesday, they want to meet at nine in the morning. All hey, right. man, where are you going to be at? You, you just wake up to like the one guy that won, like, oh, man, I'll, where, where, when can we meet today? Where are we at? Now, wait, did you guys, because you, you worked for guys that play space, you also had people yeah. betting with you? Just I just did it. My boss just taught me because my boss was a big bookie. That's how he got rich and a poker player. But but then he, once he was like a millionaire, he couldn't have the risk of being a bookie. And, he, and plus, we were doing good with what we were doing. But then. You know, he just—I would always just pick my pick his brain because I was fascinated by him, and he, uh, and then he taught me how to do it, and then I would just do it, you know, just for, you know, beat my friends and everything. Because living in Vegas, people just call you up, so that's how it started. My friends would be like, "Hey, put a hundred dollars on the Broncos for me," and I would tell my boss, "Hey, I got to run down here and bet this game for my." They're like, "What the fuck are you doing? Just pocket that." And if they win, pay them. So then over time, oh, you know, then you realize, then you're the casino. And then you're like, yeah, tell me whatever you want. And that was the oh, key because wow. then you got your friends. They don't realize that you're booking them. So they think they got to get the money to you by Saturday so you can bet it for them in the casino. Oh, that's so smart. That was when it's the best. When people think that, that's when when people think you're betting for them in Vegas. Then Are you hearing this? Then I you don't love have to, it. Brilliant. Then yeah. you don't have to worry about it because then they go, if the money's not there, you, they can't bet but if they know you're they're on credit, but that's how you beat people is put them on credit. You know what I mean? You can't beat people because if someone has, 
you know, a thousand dollars to their name, they were going to, they're not going to bet it all. But if you give them a thousand dollars credit, they'll blow it all. And then they're paying you a hundred dollars. Now, how do you pay out people? Like, were you in a, ever in a pickle right, if, where if you they, uh, No one ever beat me. No one will ever beat you. It's the best job. I you tell mean people, like they don't, they don't beat you enough for they won't No, break, you break slow the roll them. You always try to slow roll them just like they slow roll you back because, you know, your worst nightmare is someone comes in and gets hot for 5000 and they want to cash out. Yeah. Because you never yeah. knew if they were going to pay in the beginning. Yeah. So now you're just really, someone just took a free shot at you. Right. Which is exactly what you don't want. You always try to get them to just keep it in there because if it's in there, they'll blow it. They'll yeah. never how do you, so they how do you convince credit. somebody? Who wants to pay out? Like, how do you convince them? Someone, I, hey man, I, I got like five grand coming to me. Just let me collect. Like, how do you? I mean, you just got to pay them. But you do you? But I'm saying when you try to convince them, to oh, keep, not to, right? Oh, I've just said, well, we're gonna keep betting. Like, I would just say, you know, I would try to pay them half the balance to keep half of it in there yeah. because I, I would say, hey, I don't. If I pay you this five thousand, then don't. If you lose next week and it's Tuesday and you don't have the money, we're gonna have a problem. So. Let's, oh, keep, so a let's little, keep a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I try to. So, smart. you know, just just uh, weather the storm. So even if they do beat me out of 5000 But no one ever does, man. Really? I mean, it's just greed. It's like yeah. bank yeah. robbing. No one ever robs one bank. If you, mm-hmm. could, if you wanted to rob one bank, you could do it and be fine. Yeah. But you do it once. And for some reason, the gambling gods are just torture. No one ever loses, like, their first bets. <laughs> Everyone goes to Vegas that first time and wins on, like, no one ever goes, well, I yeah. got to Vegas and I lost $200. It's like, man... Friday night, I was up like 900 And then right. Monday, they're like, hey, man, I can't even. Can you buy me lunch? But I can't even pull any money out of my credit card. Anymore. I'm not a gambler at all. And the best I ever did was one time I went with friends. I went with Ryan, Charlie, and Roro. Mm-hmm. We all went to Vegas. We spent the night. We're up to like 7 in the morning. On the way out, we're drinking. I'm, like, I'm already drunk. And there's a, it's not the roulette wheel. It's a different wheel. Where it has like it has like images of dollars and it's like twenty five to one, yeah. fifty to one. I don't even know where I put stuff, and they're like, "Oh, like congratulations!" And I'm like, "Oh, what I win?" And I was like, "I want six hundred dollars." Nice, and get the fuck out. No, I put of the six hundred dollars on the table. <laughs> of course, dude. And then like as we walk away, I was like so, so upset. I was like, "Damn." I was too drunk to like. Oh, that's that's another thing. That's Alcohol, the problem. Alcohol. Yeah. a lot of those decisions, which is why they keep pumping drinks in you at casinos. Yeah, right. of course, it's brilliant. That's why there's no no windows. You don't know what time it that's is. That's right. There's no clocks. clocks. Now you, you could win if you really. You just got to be a disciplined be person. Straight, but there's, yeah. I mean, that's one out of a hundred people. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
Hey, so you say it's always guys. Are there any women that you yeah. dealt with? Yeah. Yeah. Not not as much, but you know, the girls What are they like versus the dudes? It was always this? you know, honestly it was I never had really just a girl on her own. So I it was like a girl a, a boyfriend's girlfriend. Oh, who, and, who and also just, tacked yeah. on something. I never had to like where I'd have to chase like a girl and say, "Yo." Right, like you never had to threaten a woman no. before like, "Hey man." Which I yeah, and I don't really know many. I'm sure there's women that do bet, but because that would be awkward. I don't know. I can't. It'd be weird, I right? I just wouldn't threaten a woman. I'm just that's like one of those things yeah. to enforce on a lady. Yeah. That's why I'm. And saying. if she was like, like hot or something, it'd be. I just it would be a disaster. I'd be like, oh, you're okay. But what if she's like? What if she's a big girl? You can <laughs> fucking try me, fatso. You can throw it. You'd be like, why don't you suck it, and then I'll forget your debt. You can fucking try me, fatso. <laughs> fucking try me, fatso. I'll, I'll be there to collect my money on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, wow. I love crime. Isn't it? I watch The Sopranos and I'm like, oh, what a uh, great life that great. is. Yeah, yeah, I could do it. I, I really feel like I would want to do that too. Because comedians, we're all kind of these uh, people that are on the margins anyways. We're all, <laughs> all of us in some way are kind of outside of the norm out of society and i told you it's it's like a drug i think and a lot of times i I would do anything to support this drug dude wasn't that um crazy bet that you did that was pocketing the bet right yeah that was booking it on a whole different level yeah yeah. that was insane but that was just like that was just survival i had to survive it was either in uh I mean, it was scary, but now it's fucking greatest story in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's on. It's on the last time when when Brant was on our our show last. You were sick, yeah, and you didn't. He told this amazing story. Um, so you guys, if you missed it, go back to that episode, listen to Brant do the craziest <laughs> thing you could possibly do, pocket a, a significant bet, nine thousand. <laughs> I owed fifty four. I woke up one morning a ten ten point underdog, fifty four thousand dollars. Fifty four thousand on the line. Can you imagine he has to give the guy fifty four thousand? No, that, that's what happened last yeah, night in the Sopranos. Yes, but it was yeah. fifty seven because of interest. Yes, yeah. Well, yes. I don't know what the interest would have been, but damn, we'll never know. God, damn. Thank God for Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. <laughs> so crazy, dude. Uh, but that's why I got out of that life. It's a. It yeah. took its toll. Now was on me. was that bet? Was it for, for was it for the Patriots to win to the win Super Bowl the AFC. or just to win the AFC? Yeah, that so was if they it. had gotten there to the Super Bowl, I was, was done. I was dead. Oh. That was that day. I woke up that morning <laughs> with my whole life on the line. Fifty four thousand. You didn't wake up because you didn't sleep. Probably. No, I drank the whole. Yeah. It was a crazy. Uh, it was a crazy day, man. But so you had your Ed Reed jersey on. Oh, I was just oh sitting God. there like. It was just a crazy feeling, and all the texts and everyone wanted to be, you know, it became like a viral thing. It's the closest I've ever done to having something go viral. It's just a story that everyone told everyone, and then when I'd go out, people are like, oh, you're that dude. I'm like, I don't know if I want to be that dude. (laughs) Now it's cool to be that dude, but that week, you're like, everyone's just like, and being a 10-point underdog in fucking Patriots, like, I don't think anyone thought of it. My friends were like, literally... I had one friend, you know, Jeff Dive, the sweetest dude in the world. He's like, I got you if you need this. I'm like, man, I'm not dragging in. We're friends, but I'm not taking 50. I'll deal with this on my own. Jeff Dye has $50,000. I know. Well, that might have been all I had to save my life. But <laughs> So, I, also, this might be a question. I mean, I don't even know if you would know this. But so, the dudes who you do, you're like, it's Tuesday, time to collect, borrow, steal it. How do those people get the money from? Are they in the hole with some other guy now? Just probably borrow and... You know, most of the time they would just have to, they would tell all their money was gone and then they'd be fine. And then th- then there'd be a week when they couldn't pay and then they'd be on a payment plan. And then they just try to pay it off <laughs> so they can, you know. And it, you know, you just say, hey, give me $100 a month. And it would just be like money falling out of the sky because right. once you know they're broke, you don't think you're ever going to see that money. So, you know, sometimes people, I've run into people still this day like, hey, man. I still, you know, we all know who we owe money to in life still yes, to this yes. day. Yeah. And it eats at you. So I'll go home or something and someone will come over to me with a bar and hand me fucking eight twenties out of an ATM. Like, hey man, I still owe you for oh, one suit. And I'll just cool, be like, though. hey man, cool. I appreciate it. Yeah. But a lot of times I say, man, don't worry about it. Just, you know, I just don't want to, people need it. Just yeah. Clean, just clear my tab at the yeah, fucking yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Just pick up a beer. <laughs> That's why I quit doing it, honestly, because it's a perfect job for a comedian. Yeah. But you just got to beat the shit out of your friend. It's just like you just you you know. There's some people I loved beating. They're just fucking assholes, and I loved it. But you know, 
some people you just wa- you're like, man, you got kids and shit. I can't. Yeah, you that's can't. why Tony wouldn't loan out to yeah. one of his childhood friends, and then he doesn't. The guy loses a sporting goods store. Exactly. That's right. All yeah. the mobsters are taking all of his skis and yeah. sneakers and that shit. That was that was his childhood friend. Right? That was a childhood friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, all my friends owed me. It's just it's just a it's just a life that. Uh, and you the know, guy was crying in his sporting goods. Like, <laughs> yeah, in a no. tent. The mobsters are yeah. making sausage in the fucking... Like, this is what we do. We're like fucking pariahs. <laughs> They're parasites, yeah. yeah. Now, you know what's funny, too? My, I had this girl I worked with once in animation, the, and uh, one day she comes in, and she's totally distraught. She's been married for 15 years. She goes, I, got, I saw the credit card statement. My husband's a compulsive gambler. He racked up oh. over 50 grand on the internet. Gambling on the internet. Well, that's the easiest. See, when I went to the internet, see, the internet was the key to really break people because then, because like if, if I, if <laughs> you really break people, if I you're betting that. with me and we know each other, you still, if, if, if I beat you out of like 500, you still have to like, oh man, I got to call him. He's going to think I'm yeah. a loser. And I have to be like, oh man, I got to pick up this phone. This dude owes me 500. Now on the internet, you could bet anonymously. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I, more. I had a website. Yeah. So I'd sign you up. I'd wake up sometimes at like 7 in the morning and eat breakfast, and some asshole bet $250 on a Grand Prix race in Italy at 4 in the morning or something. Because wow. the website, you could bet anything forever. Oh, right, right. And it was just blind. You but there's also, there's no, the, the important thing there, I think, too, is there's no shame yeah, in exactly. the amount. Like, so if I go, fuck, I'm going to bet a thousand, I'm going to bet a grand on the fucking Giants game. You know, it's something I wouldn't normally do cash. <laughs> I start to up it. Credit, right? Yeah. So then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I lost a grand. Yeah, then the chase is on. Yeah. When you're down a grand, then the chase is on. <laughs> you got to get that grand back. The dragon. Yeah. You, if you don't have a job out there, you could are you you should be a bookie. You will change your life in a second. Got I mean, it. I could teach someone within a half an hour. That's what I should be doing. You I mean, should. I could be That's rich a great because class. You, you could I could literally set you up with a website that Sign does everything. Me. You are, that does the lines, does everything. All you do is just log on and check your daily figures. Damn. Look it's at a, look at Tommy's face. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Wait, let you, I don't want you involved. You mean we don't have to fly across the country every week? Tom, uh, I'm going to call your wife. And let her know what you've been doing. <laughs> oh my life! That's all I need. Yeah. Jesus That's Christ! Crazy, right? Oh, very exciting. <laughs> we haven't huge. done this in a while. Well, you, oh, I it's know. massive! This is massive. You were making notes about Brant's chompers. And you definitely have something to say. Well, let's first get to our guest. Of course. Brant, how do you have such lovely chompers? Tell us a story. I was, it was crazy because I didn't go to the dentist for like 10 years, right? (laughs) What? You're one of those guys? (laughs) I'm the worst. We have so many listeners that email us Because we're broke. It was like when I was broke. You got to eat and get gas to even get to the dentist. But I was, uh, so I didn't go to the dentist for a long time. And the last time I went to a dentist, the guy just like ripped out one of my back. It just fucking hurt. It was a miserable experience. So my teeth are shitty. I start dating this girl, and uh, her dad's a dentist. This girl that I met? <gasps> no, no, Lucky. before that. This beautiful Mormon girl, and her da- but her dad's away Like when we first start dating. So then she's like, hey, when my dad comes back, I'm going to have you come in. He's going to start, you know, see what's wrong. Because I had a toothache, which is the worst yeah. fucking thing in the world. So her dad, so then, she, so then she calls me one night. She's like, "Hey, my dad will squeeze you in at like eight in the morning tomorrow." And I've been drinking and shit. And I'm like, "Oh man, <laughs> this dude's Mormon. I don't, you know, I'm yeah. gonna wake up to this." So I go in, and I'm like, and I lay down, and he just looks into my mouth like, "Oh my god, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah." <laughs> like, and I make a joke about it on stage, like. How you can take care of my daughter when you can't even fucking take care of your mouth? No. Right. So I have like I have like uh, nineteen cavities. Oh. I have to have a tooth what? extracted, wisdom teeth, uh. all, everything. Right, my teeth are just fucked, and he's just like, dude. He's like, I'll help you out, but you know, I'll give you a discount, and everything, because you know, because you're balling uh, yeah, my daughter, yeah, because <laughs> you're dating my daughter and everything. So over a process of like a year and a half, it started from getting all my cavities. Teeth pulled, cavities fixed. So then I wanted veneers, you know? Yeah. And I could get them at a cheap price. He was giving me, like, the family discount. And her whole family had veneers, and I was just like, this is what I want to do. And he was, like, a perfectionist. And I mean, I still think they look amazing when I first see see again. Beautiful. Yeah. So he was like, do you want to do them? And I was like, yeah. So then then he, so then I, you know, I got them 
I still had like a even on the hookup, I probably ended up paying like eleven thousand dollars. <gasps> what? But Fuck. that's with all the other shit. But and veneers then, alone. Veneers were like, I think my veneers were about a, maybe a thousand or twelve hundred each. That's oh okay each. Uh, each. Yeah, but yeah. normally they're more. Yeah, than I think that, they're yeah. more. And then so he just hooked them up, and then one day they're I just beautiful. I went back home. I, I it's the closest I think to having like a boob job because I went back yeah. to Cheyenne to my hometown in Wyoming like maybe a week after I got them, and they were just so they were almost obnoxious how. <laughs> You know, I'd smile at a bar, and I was just like, "Yeah, no more yellow teeth, crooked bitches. I'm perfect." So they were, were they crooked before? <laughs> they weren't that bad, but they weren't. This is like, but were people like, "Holy shit!" Oh my god! Yeah. Like girls would come over to me. It's still to this day, and yeah. they're still. I mean, they're probably six years old. I chipped one. I had to redo one, and they're they're about eighty percent of what they are. And still, if I meet a girl like. For, for some sure. reason, at that Hollywood Improv, when we were talking the other day, mm-hmm. right in that spot, I don't know if it's the lighting or something, but I can't sit at the Hollywood Improv without chicks being like, "Yo, your teeth are like." <laughs> so it's the best thing right. if you have the money and you're not and you don't really feel good about your teeth. I, it's the best thing I ever did for sure. It's you're, one of the great. So this is true. one of the great dental updates we've ever had. One of the most triumphant ones. Yeah, this yeah. Is wonderful. I started from the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He really you did. Climbed the bro. mountaintop of teeth. Man. I mean, my teeth were. I when I was a kid, I. Uh, I fell down and hit my rail and when I was like five to eight I had a black tooth because the root had died and I had like this. Mm. So I've come a long way. What what type of maintenance if any has to be done when you get veneers? Do you still... Nothing man. They're great. But I mean like there's any type like I broke one one time a fucking a comic I got this it doesn't really have to do with the story but I got this comic a fucking guest spot and you know how you feel nervous about that and he ran the light mm. so I'm chewing on a pen like come on motherfucker and yeah. I broke and one of my one of my veneers it's so funny you get more nervous <laughs> yeah. about putting somebody else on than oh. you do and one of my veneers broke while I was yeah. and I walked out and I was just like I just told the crowd this sucks I just fucking, this is like a $100 gig, and I just broke my tooth. It's going to cost me like, and I wasn't dating the girl's the daughter anymore, Damn. so I had to go in there. And these are just like chiclets. If it breaks, it's I the know. grossest thing in the world. The way I talked about girls looking at me with them, if one of them aren't there, they, you wouldn't want to oh, get because they shave down they your teeth. Right? They're just like little mini teeth. They're the <laughs> worst. <laughs> if you punch me, I'll never get in a fight. If, if, if you, you ever see me in a fight, you'll just see me covering my mouth. You can kick the shit out so of me. So what's fake? Which what are veneers? This is all to what point? Porcelain, it's right here. Yeah, all of it. It's just a cap that goes over the. But these are still regular. Your real. Yeah, ones. these are real. The back and okay. the bottom. But do you floss those now a lot? Oh, a little bit. Oh, you geez. get you get lazy because they're so good. Right. So my teeth are probably fucked up again. Do you brush? Yeah. Okay. I do now, but I but I'm not as good as I should. Like on the do road, they, and shit. are these veneers too? The no, bottom? No. no, those are your regular. Yeah. Dogs. Okay. Now, do the veneers? Did they they stain the way real teeth do over time? Uh, I think a little, but not that much. Yeah, the only good. problem I ever have is I can't say. Uh, there's a few words I can't say, like with an S sometimes. Like, and actually, he's chiseled. I got punched actually, and I <laughs> chipped one, and I'm so mad. And uh, so the S's. But when I first got him. I had a I, I couldn't say a couple s words for a while <laughs> because really the, the way your tongue just the tongue were like I just had to get used to. I it. feel sometimes go like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I go. It's like so, <laughs> have you heard me do it? No, never. No. So, so some th words sometimes out of no. I mean I don't have veneers, but I'm saying every once in a while I'll be like that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> when we did that nouveau thing, I couldn't say nouveau. That's fucking i kept saying new i just couldn't say it and i was like can i just fucking go just doing these stupid bullshit interviews i heard that lady on the news some lady couldn't say tuskegee yeah and she was honoring she's like a fucking house of representatives whatever like a congresswoman like a smart person honoring supposedly the tuskegee airmen she was like this tuskegee 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 Tuskegee." and they were like jesus christ like they're right there you yeah. couldn't learn you the one broad, fucking word. You disrespectful. Um, Christina. Huge. Well, Bram, I have two porcelain fronts because I knocked out half of this one growing up. Uh-huh. But I, I haven't done the veneer. I do porcelain because I'm afraid of them shaving down my real teeth. So this one's chipped. And now I'm going to... I went today to get the whitening trays made. Which yeah. you desperately need. <laughs> You're one to talk, buddy. Those will hurt. Have you ever yes, done those? They're very painful. They're fucking, they're I know. But wait, what are you worried about? Just the fact that it'll be chiseled, or the process like it. of it? The process seems really harsh. It doesn't hurt, or you don't feel anything. 
I just, for some reason, I don't like the idea of them fucking with my real, like, I like them covering it, the porcelain, because it's natural. I might no, I have to do it every fucking 10 years. Do you have to ever change out your veneers, or they're, no, they're forever? but I would. I know. I think probably maybe four or five years. I think you said they're, like, good for 20. Imagine if oh, you had wow. to go around without the veneers for, like, a week. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't leave my house. No. I wouldn't <laughs> either. It's the worst. You guys would, you would not be able to look me in the face. Really? It's so scary. It would, it would, like, if I, when my one was out, and <laughs> I, was, really scary, I would look yeah. in the mirror, just yeah. make my eyes water, just, like, yeah. I feel really? like. Which one was it? Which, which one? Right here, just dead. Like, and there was, center. like, a, a little chiclet there. So then there's perfect, 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 just mini little chiclet. It's, like, fucking. That's be like what if you put like five hot models and then just like one little <laughs> ugly midget dude. That's what it looked like. And it was, and it just was so oh, made me feel me so because well, this tooth is only half a tooth and when they pop up the porcelain to replace it every every ten years I ask to look at it and it's so horrifying. When yeah. your teeth are broken and fucked yeah. up. It's I disgusting. think I have a pi- if I can find this picture <sighs> I'll show you. I used to like, see oh. I saw footage of this because one of my first jobs in Hollywood is being a logger. Like basically, you watch raw video and you yeah. just for reality shows, and it was extreme makeover. So everybody got veneers. So <laughs> as a logger, you have to you don't watch edited footage. You watch the raw tape. So it was just a camera angle at a mouth, and then fucking filing those little oh. teeth down. Oh. Well, you have to have temporary ones until you yeah. get the real ones. So you have like these weird wax like rubber things in. I broke one of those on my birthday, <laughs> which is embarrassing. I had fucking. Call him, say, "Hey, can you come?" <laughs> Luckily, he was the best guy in the world. Fucking really, greatest guy. Just a, an amazing dentist. A just very made me feel comfortable and was just a great dude. But I always, it's funny. We broke up, and then we broke up because she wanted to get married in the temple, and I didn't want to get married in the temple. That's why you broke up. Yeah. So we went through the whole thing. Just amazing, beautiful blonde girl, valedictorian, perfect, perfect Mormon. You girl. land all these sweet girls. Yeah, I'm, it's, I've worked hard on my game. <laughs> I know my strength. That? Fucking PNC Tuesday. Yeah, I all know. These sweet I know. Well, I tell you what happened when I got to Vegas. When you carry like a hundred thousand dollars cash with you, I think I just got this confidence that oh, right. you can't really get until when I I, would, I did that for ten years where I was like invincible. No one sure. could ever. So, and it, it's corny as it is. If you make a girl laugh, it's. There's a lot of just you make a girl laugh and you show her a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can get that girl, right? And you lick her butthole. And you yeah, lick her course. butthole. Dude, that's a funny story too. I when I got to <laughs> Vegas, uh, my bosses were like, "You lick her butthole." I'm like, "No, are you fucking out of your mind? That's the grossest thing ever." My boss is like, "You're an idiot," and I was like, "And I, we had like an argument," and he was like, "One day." You're going to get your asshole licked, and you call me, and I want you to apologize. I'm like, it'll never fucking happen, ever. And then one day, my girlfriend licked my ass, and I called him at like 2 in the morning. He's like, what? What? I was like, you were right. He's like, about what? About the whole ass licking thing. Then you just start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I was preaching to someone this week about it. Like, I think it's the most, I don't know how much you guys have talked about it, but I think it's the most intimate thing you can do, and I'm a big I fan of it. would oh, yeah, agree. Of course. Well, I, I always try to encourage young kids to do it when i like when children I, yeah when i like when i did those teen tours at the at the improv when yes. it's like uh you know seventh graders i'd be like you got to start eating each other's asses <laughs> like that's how you separate yourself as it's true who does who's she gonna want to make out with right uh, you raise you know? the bar but the i don't like your i don't like tom's ass no uh i'm afraid of it it's very hairy i'm afraid she just thinks it's like a you know i don't blame her it's a i'm a Big, hairy, gross dude. But Have you smelled what comes out of his butt? Did you smell the farts? I don't think he smells no. specifically what comes out of my butt. But, but I'm knows. sure I'm, I'm the worst, too. You, your, another, butt's, your butt's I hairy, too? I shit all the time. and That's why I like <laughs> fucking dude. I shit my pants. Like My roommates are like, what's wrong with you? Because I live like... <laughs> like eight blocks from Chipotle and I'm always oh, about no! seven and a half blocks. I shit my pants the other day and I came out. <laughs> oh, sorry, I yeah, we have to Next warn you. <laughs> my, my roommate's sitting on the couch and I come out and I was like, hey, do we have a mop? And he was just like, it's not a, a fucking good time. Mop, I almost made it to my room and then it always happens to me because I have like that explosive. So when I'm close hmm. and I pull down my pants, it either all goes in or it goes all over the Dude, place. Chipotle sounds good. Chipotle uh, will wreck you, though. Oh, I love it, man. I, so I eat it almost every other day, but it catches really? up to me. Yeah. Every other day. It'll I really like it. Butt. That and Fat Sal's. I just go Fat Sal's, Chipotle, Fat Sal's. Uh, <laughs> wait, what's Fat Sal's? Oh, you never had it? It's like uh-uh. the sandwich spot where they just put like... 
So like the one I get is like roast beef, mozzarella sticks, egg, mm. gravy, oh onion rings. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, I like that Chipotle bowl. I like to um, That'll give you the sh- That's a number seven in a bowl. <laughs> it's not a seven. It's a seven because I I, I eat that too. I, I like the lettuce. I don't get any you know breading in that. Yeah. A little bit of rice, the beans. You do a, dial salsa. back on the yeah on the rice, and you you can if you dial back on some of the salsa cream and everything, you can do all right with that. But the salsa is what gives you gives me sorry. Let's personalize this yes. diarrhea. I think I go tapatio. I go light rice, light beans, <laughs> double steak, sour cream, and cheese, Ooh. and I barely make it home <laughs> every day, every time. I just I, there's something wrong with my body. Like when Do you I have IBS, I guess I don't know what it is. But do you I, fluctuate I, between diarrhea and constipation? I believe no, that's I'm the never. Same I just time. always diarrhea. <laughs> like if I eat, most I, I'll I'll eat solids and then I'll, in the diarrhea or just all water. <laughs> no, just mostly all water and little, all water. I never had like a chart? good salt. No, I looked at the chart. I was oh, looking okay. at it. Yeah, yeah. But, but I I don't know. But like I'll wow. I'll shit at the restaurant I eat at most of the time before I even leave. <laughs> I don't right. know why I'm wow. fat because I shit out my food faster than I eat it. <laughs> so you have your food and you immediately shit. Immediately. And, immediately. I, and when I have to shit, when I have to shit, it's on. Like, I don't, there's no, I can't hold it. People that say, like, I have to wait till my house to shit, you're out of your mind. No. Oh, I, will, I agree. I'll I shit will wherever. Shit anywhere. I'm shitting too. people's yard anywhere. Yeah. I agree. I ruined my two best pairs of shorts in the last year. Shit, just ruined them. Did you shit the floor then? Yeah. You did. All of the floor. I had to mop it up. It was the grossest thing in the world. Oh. I have a story when one time Maroon 5, I almost made me shit my pants. Maroon 5? <laughs> the fucking band. That's why I hate them to this day. I was in the palms, and then we were upstairs in like a club, and I, it hits me. When it hits me, man, I have to shit. So I'm fucking waddling through the club, and fucking Maroon 5 comes out of the elevator and makes a big scene. I can't get by. I fucking I make it by barely. I'm on like that 30-second countdown. Those clubs only have like two bathrooms, you know, two stalls. I get in there. There's a black dude waiting to use the toilet. Big black dude, cornrows. I like. I don't care. I can't shit myself in a club. Like fuck it. When this door opens, I'm just going for it. Door opens. I try to just go for it. The black dude grab me. Hey man, I'm next. Hey man, I'm like, and I'm trying to explain to him, yo. I'm going to shit my pants. I got to get in there. The, a dude slides behind us, goes right in while I'm explaining. Oh. oh, what a dick. Black dude's like, all right, it's cool, but, you know, whatever. The dude comes out. I go in. I'm in, like, tan khaki pants, you know, like you have to wear to a club. Uh. I pull down my pants to shit, and it just goes all over the place. <gasps> right? Wow. On the ground? All over the toilet, back of the toilet, On right? your pants, oh. too, or did you clear so your I, pants and I'm underwear? looking at my pants, nothing. I'm like, I made Good. it. There's no shit. I clean up all the shit because we're in a club. There's going to be like a door guy. <laughs> I'm using like the things that you put on the toilet. So I clean up the best I can. I get out. I, stand, I, I walk out of the club. I look down, take one last back check. There's like a fucking <laughs> tennis ball size turd <laughs> shit on my calf. Oh. Like not turd, a full turd just to wear their shit. So I walk out of that bathroom, ride the escalator down to the next club, go in there, go in a stall, get some toilet paper, try to wash it off. And then I fucking, Ugh. then like an idiot, I go up and tell my friends. So there's like 20 pictures from that night of everyone, me smiling and everyone holding their nose about how I <sighs> shit my pants. So, so I, I blame shitting. Maroon 5 forever. Yeah, that is totally yeah, Maroon 5. Them. If they, they wouldn't have came out the elevator. I'm surprised the big cornrows guy was cool with letting you. Well, he wasn't. Tell- I think he could see yeah. the sweat on my face. Sure, you can see that, you can see that look. Eyes. Did you ever hear the George Brett story about mm. shitting his pants? No. This is like... Right side, back to the right, gentlemen. Both this is like right. at um, a baseball practice. This is a Hall of Fame baseball player. And they have the camera on the field, and the guys are just stretching. And so they don't know really, like, who's... And he just goes up to another player, like a guy. He's coaching at the time. He's like, when was the last time you shit your pants? <laughs> and he just tells him this. It's amazing. <laughs> I shit my pants last night. I did. Went out and had a great meal, just a great fucking meal. And I had to go to the bathroom so bad in the car. I'm going, travel, hurry up, man. I got shit. <laughs> I had fucking shit in my pants. <laughs> I wasn't just... Right here. It gets better here. I'm good uh, twice a year for that. <laughs> when was the last time you shit your pants? Yeah. Been a while? I was in Vegas a couple years ago. Just an honest to God true story. Staying at the Bellagio. I went over to the Mirage for dinner, met some friends of mine over there. Went to Kokomo's, a great little steakhouse. The guy brings out some fresh crab legs. He just came in, I gotta give them to you guys. Brings I'm eating them. Then we go play gamble a little bit. 
So I had a tea time early in the morning. So I said, look, I got to get going. I'm walking back to the hotel. I get three quarters of the way out of the lobby, and all of a sudden I go, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I'm standing here like this. I got my butt pinched so fucking, I'm, I'm fucked. I can't move. <laughs> all of a sudden, dog you know, felt all right. I went just like this. <laughs> Water. I had that, so food poisoning from the crabs. Of course. Take off my leather jacket, tied it around my waist, and I'm just standing there, and it's just running down my leg. I got jeans on, black bucks, no socks, and uh, I just start fucking walking. Every time I'm walking, something's coming out. It's water. Straight fucking water. Then, to check how sick I was, tell you how sick I was, by the way, the best part is that the guy doesn't want to hear the story. <laughs> he's just he's, following. Yeah, he's just like, God damn it. Outside, I got on my cell phone and I called the guy. I said, Larry, you won't believe this. I'm standing outside the fucking Bellagio. I can't move. I got shit everywhere. I shit all over myself. <laughs> and Larry's about a 48 waist. So he brings me over a pair of pants and, a, and some towels and some towels. And so he then he comes over and he meets me. where I'm, I tell him where I'm standing. Okay. He finds the closest bathroom. When you go up the escalator, you go into the fuck. I can't get in the elevator. So so he goes in, he finds the closest bathroom in the lobby of the hotel. And then I get in the escalator and he kind of pretends like he dropped something so no one gets behind me, tells me where it is. I go in there, he goes and gets the towel all wet for me, throws it over the fucking stall. I take <laughs> off all my fucking clothes, just wipe off, leave my shoes, left my shoes, my pants, everything right there, the towels right there. They're the walking stall, away from And I'm walking yeah, barefoot with my shirt and his pants that are 48 waist through the lobby like this at midnight. Got up in the morning, took the most perfect double tapered shit I've ever had in my life. <laughs> True story. Who's the pitchers in this game? <laughs> <laughs> that was an epic. That's, a, that's an amazing story. That was yeah. the Beowulf of shit stories. That guy has no. He had no idea. There's a camera like fucking whatever, fifty yards away, shooting him, telling this, telling the story. That's I interesting. Should, do you think I should? I, people say chicks are like you should go to the doctor because if I have a girlfriend or something, they're like this is embarrassing. That you might have. Um, if you if you shit like that all the time, yeah, you should go. You could have irritable bowel syndrome you could have crohn's disease i mean you could you know just these are just but, digestive but brandon things. also sounds like your diet might be contributing well my diet that diet's too. huge <laughs> yeah because uh what you have it sounds like standard road ass yeah well yeah. i was shitting blood this whole last week but i came oh. off festival to festival blood's okay. not good well you yeah, gotta yeah. go to the doctor well no i'm good now i just had some water and everything okay <laughs> i had some water <laughs> i changed my uh, i literally was on the at the cabo festival and at the montana festival where it's free drinks and free food so we just ate shitty, and I, I just blame that. I yeah. So is it bright red or dark red? I think dark red you have to worry about. No, it's like uh, it was like light red. Okay, it just hurt. Right. I'll tell you a mistake. Mm-hmm. I love this the podcast again. Tell my worst stories, but <laughs> one thing that hurts when you shit the worst shits I ever take took was when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I would eat sunflower seeds whole. Mm. Ooh. Don't ever ever do that. That would just rip because then it just rip your because then it would just come out like a barbed wired shit. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God, it's so painful. You know, I don't have a brown story, but I have a, an interesting fart story. I, yeah, uh, yeah, what happened? Well, I was in Syracuse, yeah. and I ate some uh, Korean soup from the grocery store, <laughs> and I, had, I farted all night. I farted during my shows. I ate salmon, and I farted. Next morning, f- 5 a.m., I got on the plane. I'm still farting mm-hmm. on the plane. I come home. I'm still farting. Uh-huh. And then I drank coffee. Yeah. And then, then what? And then I took a shit. <laughs> wow. And guess what? What? No more farts. That's a really good story. Good. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Farts push the shit out. <laughs> That's what my mother always says. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I think you might have a dietary issue, buddy. I probably do. I'm yeah. trying to eat healthier a little bit. Yeah, you need to um to take care of that. And blood's no good. You yeah, that go. rarely happens. Brant, uh, tell our listeners where they can uh, check out your new podcast. Oh yeah, uh, at the th- it's the thirty one podcast on iTunes, and it's the thirty one. Yeah, with Brant Tober, and it's at uh, thirty one podcast on Twitter. At thirty one podcast on Twitter, on Twitter you are at Brant Tobler. Yeah, B R A N D T T O B L E R. All right, Christina P. Oh, at on Christina Twitter. P. Yeah, at Tom Segura. Please go to your mom's house podcast.com. Please check out the 31 podcast and um, check us all out. Live shows coming up. You guys know what to do. 
Jeans up. Perfect. Thank you, Brant, for doing thanks, the Brand. show. This is yeah, awesome. thanks. Always, so anytime. Fun. I love it. And we'll uh, you guys. Uh, you and George both made great daddies. <laughs> There's only one mommy. <laughs> To your mom's house with your hosts Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. Mom? Pull up your jeans, boy. Pull them up tight. Would you rather be shit or live your whole life blind? Bikes! Next stop, brown talk. You better wipe down. Don't hesitate to listen to the mommies with the crown. Wipe down, or is it wipe up? Oh my god, seriously, fill her up a sailor shot. Oh yeah, and that's gooder than a bitch. I be flossing my teeth, 28 inch rim. My teeth be all be shining, man. Hunky ass white. Who just bought it? Was that the yo man? All I know is pipes. Hey, buddy, guess who it is? Man, it be top dog, spread the knowledge all about the shits. Mommy T and Mommy C, flexing all the good as guests, watching clips and talking shit, the mommy is the best. But I want to say this once before the shout, man, mommy's for life, fuck being a bro, go. Yeah.